0: to a mass podcast in today's podcast we're going to be talking about good question <laughs> that is the week this week is the week well we're going to be talking about life how about that <laughs> this is the title the title of the day talking about life in general <laughs> it's just gonna be fun let's get started Oh, yeah, it is a great week to finally set things in motion. A lot to do, a little time to make it happen. I am going to do an encore of the masterclass for people who have not attended. I have to get the next masterclass ready as well. All about sales. This is what we're going to be talking about. Sales don't cross sales cross sales bundles 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 that's all we're going to be talking about our next one which should be very interesting because i'm extremely entertaining when i do those so and we'll be talking about Walt TT. if you don't know Walt TT, it's walmart so that would be an interesting class this has been a great start we have a couple of in-person networking events happening next week yeah back to back actually it's going to be amazing to uh, go to two different places two different days it's going to be uh, fun, fun, fun. This should be great to see. It is a time of inspiration, of renewal, learning to break the glass ceiling that keeps us down. So true. You know, the conception we have and what we have learned as kids is always following us until we decide to break the glass ceiling. Afraid of tomorrow, afraid to start a business, afraid to take a leap of faith and do something that our hearts desires. Unless you have been brought up in a very entrepreneurial family that really allowed expression, true self-expression, we all have a concept and we have to appear a certain way. But when our heart desires is stronger than anything else, it can be challenging to really show it and afraid that people are going to think we're crazy. Or, you know, what we call the midlife crisis. Actually, it's not a midlife crisis. I was speaking with somebody about eight years ago, and I noticed that it's I mean life prices, Oh, well, he decided to buy a boat. He decided to quit his job and becoming a tourist guide. And I'm like, no, when you approach your 40s, this is where your heart's desires. This is where your spirit is becoming louder and louder. I remember when I was younger, uh, well, party time was party time, and I will party hard, meaning, you know, You go to bed at about 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 or 5. Well, here it was a little earlier, which was was shocking to me. (laughs) I was just like, what is wrong with you people? In Europe, we just start to go out at 10 o'clock at night and we just barely get it started. Here you just go home (laughs) at 10 o'clock and I'm like, what? This is not how we do things. (laughs) Okay, so you learn to adapt, but... Think about it. Think about when you're younger. It's like, well, let's have fun. Let's party. Let's do this. Let's do that. But we don't follow what our hearts desires most of the time. Maybe the awareness now brings us bring this to us a little earlier. But in the generation where I am and the one before that, the generation X, because they could not name it. Somebody said that. It was so funny. So yeah, they could not name so they put an X. It's like we don't know what to do with those guys, so let's put an X and that will be it. But Think about it. Think about what your heart desires. Because as you grow and evolve, so are tests. Your tests, what you like, you don't like, will evolve. There is stuff that you like as a kid that when you're going to grow up, uh, if you ever grow up, uh, will just be like, okay, those are good memories, but this is not what I like to do now. So when you're looking at the midlife crisis, uh, especially when you're looking at job, at what you want to do, or maybe you go on wild vacation that you will ever dreamed of. I remember a friend of mine who passed away, unfortunately, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, said to me that was so fun. She did a couple of great trips, Costa Rica, but one of them was a ranch, and I believe if he was in Arizona, and for a week, they basically were—they uh, went with horses and went and did a lot of things in the ranch. And I found it so interesting. I'm like, well, I would like to do that too one day. That would be fun to spend a week at a ranch. And just, uh, you know, hard cattle cattles and stuff like that. Do a bunch of stuff that you could do it uh, in a week and travel via horses. I don't mind horses. So it was just like, that was cool. Think about what you would do. And sometimes when you ask some, somebody who's young, they don't care. They just want to go and party. Hey, let's have fun. Let's see people, blah, blah, blah. But when you grow older, when you're maturing and you're closer to your 40s, this is where your spirit is calling you louder and louder and louder i can tell you that per experience and a lot of people as well this is where you move out of the corporate world and said you know what i want to start my own business i want to do this i want to write a book i want to write a screenplay i want to learn to maybe play piano ride motorcycles do parasailing do things that really inspires you so people say well Emma is in the middle of her life crisis because she decided that she's going to start a business or she's going to do this or she's going to do that. And it sounds like crazy, but it's not. It's what the calling is. That's what I appreciated with the universe, is when you reach a certain level of maturity and wisdom, you move to the next level. What do you really want to do? And I'm going to say this to the younger generation that are listening to me and just say, she's insane. No, I'm not, because I'm going to tell you, when you pass your 40s, this is where you're really going to start to have fun. Fun in your life and realizing that there is a lot of things that you thought you knew, then you don't. And you're going to appreciate life in a way that you ever thought about it. Maturity helps a lot. And I would say to my younger self that you think you're walking into darkness and you have to fight the fight to survive. But it is going to be all worthy to my teenage self. Holy crap, sister. <laughs> That's what I will say. The best yet to come. Not everything is black. Not everything is white. There is a lot of shade of gray. Then at a teenage ears. we cannot see. It's all black or white. There is no gray areas. Those shades of grace will come when you enter life which is active, working, beyond your own. This is where you're going to see those shades of grace. This is where you're going to start to experience life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But what is very interesting is when you're getting older and older, not only you notice how your skin change and um, your body Change your mind, change some of the tests I had in the past. I don't have them anymore. So, what was I thinking when I was younger? Holy crap! And I'm like, Oh, that was fun! But I'm like, Thank God, there were no phone and cell phone at that time. Oh. <laughs> it would have been the wild, wild west. The party we had, the things we did, ah, it stayed there, it stayed there very well, wrapped up, and nobody will ever know. But the, the fact to move forward, the fact to, to really become who we're meant to become, is just a calling. It's just our spirit letting us know, reminding us, okay, Ma, you got your party time. You had fun when you were younger. You had a lot of fun. Now, your life missions is calling you. It's time. You learn you had fun, you you know, you, you had to go through the trials and tribulation. Now it's time for you to everything you have learned, all of your skill set, everything you have done. It's time to now utilize all of it. This is what I really appreciate with everything is to learn that you know what? Be curious in life. Learn everything you can from everything. Don't even be shy for a minute. Don't feel that you're not being heard, you're not being listened. But you're you're here to really be the next level in your life. In knowing that when it's calling you, when you feel it deep in yourself, that you maybe have to start a business, maybe you're gonna start a charity. On the side. Maybe you're going to be more involved with rescuing animals, maybe uh, helping children, maybe helping adults who who have experienced a lot of heartache, maybe uh, people who have been abused. Uh, There is a lot of things that will be calling you and just. When you know it's the right path for you, this is where things open at the speed of light. That's the most terrifying things you will ever feel. It's like being sucked into a Dyson, a giant vacuum, and things moving very quickly. But when you learn all of this, when you really live your life to the fullest, when you look at all of the stages that all of the uh, experience you went through, that's going to guide you actually directly to where you need to be. It's amazing. I took the example of my podcast for a lot of people because the journey for my podcast to where I am today is is quite amazing because it opens different doors. Um, so I'm going to repeat my story just because I can. <laughs> it just say my just because I can. I started my, when I started my business, it took me, and I said that in uh, in, uh, the beginning of 2000, I knew I would start my business. I said it, the universe knew it, I told a friend of mine, I said, Jay, I'm going to start my business, don't know what it is, but I do know I'm going to be my own boss. Because, you know why? Emma doesn't mean, doesn't like to be told what to do. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> this is the truth, actually, because I don't like to, pay, to play political games, especially when you're at work. You have to go kiss-kiss with everybody and agree with everything they say, even if they are wrong. That is not who I am. So um, when I finally got the kick in my rear end from the universe, to say, okay. My, it's time now, you know, we got you a little longer than you wanted to. We give you a reprieve. Now it's time to go and jump into your life purpose. And one of them well, the things that I did, one of them was um the podcast I blogs then I write now I used to do it seven days a week. I do it only three times a week. I will maybe go back to seven days, but right now three times is uh sufficient for me. The Universe kind of said, no am I <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> it's all right um and the other one was the podcast. my podcast um i I have no training. Seriously, people, if you say I have training, as I don't have any training at all. i never w- went to broadcast school. I know nothing. However, it was in my groceries list. Talked about the groceries list. Uh, talked about the vision board. It was part of my groceries list. He was on it. And I told the story that in February, uh, I, one February, not in February, but one February when I started the business. So I started the business in September officially, August so. September, it was September, and I had it on my groceries list to do, um, that was, and I put it by December, so I did my groceries list, put it, you know, on the kitchen uh, cabinet, so I could see it, you know, I did not want it to be hidden somewhere, I wanted to be able to see it every single time I would go somewhere, so that was one of the spots, that's why I said, if you have to put something, put it somewhere, you see it, uh, it can be by the entry, it can be in your bathroom, it can be in a kitchen, wherever you pass the most often so you are reminded of it. And I, uh, I was cooking and it was February so no windows open because here in February is <laughs> not the time to open the windows unless you want to freeze yourself. And the page moved. I heard it. I turned around I said, okay, universe, what are you bringing to me? What am I supposed to do? And the first thing I saw was podcast, and I had, I had d- ten different items, but one of them was podcast. I said, okay, podcast. Shut off the um, the the stove, and I'm like, okay, let's go figure it out. I so, said, well, I need your help, universe, because I have no idea how to do a podcast. How? It, what is entail actually? Because I have no idea what it entails. So, type uh, on my computer how, uh, how to. Uh, create a podcast so i discovered and you needed a host i'm like oh okay i need to host like you need for your uh website you need a host I'm like, okay i need one okay what else uh, i'm looking for software like i'm uh, i'm with audacity i should use my uh my other one who has uh, a better one but i love audacity so i'm used to audacity so i'm like okay audacity is here i've downloaded for free because it's free thank you audacity for that then I'm like, okay, what do I need? Well, I need a microphone. So I have no idea about microphones. I ordered one. One wasn't even compatible. It was a nice one. I like this one very much, but it wasn't compatible with my computer. So I, I got uh, one other one and I started this way. The most frightening thing for me was like, okay, now that I have this, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to talk about? Because I have no idea. Well, I had enough material actually, because I use my blog. So one of the most difficult things I've never heard, uh, and I heard it later on from other people, is that doing a podcast, if you have a co-host, it's very helpful. However, when you do it like I'm doing it, that's the hardest part of it. It's like you're by yourself. <laughs> it's like, okay, try to entertain the rest of the world um, with your uh, podcast. Good luck with that. Well, So I started my little ritual, like it was lighting up a candle. I did a little dance to relax, you know, relax, get the energy moving. And I used my podcast, my my, uh, blog, not my podcast, my blog. And then after a minute reading, then I will let the universe take over, which is what's happening right now, actually, automatically now. But it was very interesting at the beginning because I had no clue. And then, so I got the host. I got it uh Audacity. I did a few, you know, the episodes. I did it once a week because I'm like, I don't know how, what the frequency is going to be. And from once a week, the universe said, well, that's nice, but we need it uh, three times a week. So I went from once a week to three times. They want more, but I'm like, I don't have people. Don't kill me, but I don't have the time for everything. So... Uh, Maybe later on, I will do it daily. Who knows? But right now, I have pushed it to about five, five a week, I think, when I do my interviews. But it was the frequency. It was basically, you know, you have to be consistent like everything else. If you do a podcast, if you do a blog, if you do something, you have to be consistent for people to come back. Because if you do it only once a while, well, people are not going to catch up when. So you have to be consistent. So that's what I started to do. Now, my um, microphone, they were not that great. To be honest with you, the first one that I have, if you're listening to the first probably 100 episodes, it's like, holy crap, Emma, that's nice. But the sound is not that great because it wasn't the best microphone I ever had. Now, I don't have a Yeti because I refuse to pay $1,000 or 500 bucks for a microphone. I'm like, no, it's not happening. I have a Fifine and Fifine works just great for me. But I, like I said, you could pay tons and tons and tons of money on a lot of things and equipment than you want. This is up to whomever wants to do it. But I never felt it was necessary for me. So the fun part of it was when I all start, it all started, I released the first episode. And I'm like, OK, that's interesting. And then I put myself on tweet, and I was just letting them go on Twitter and Facebook. And that's it. I did not do anything else more specific than that and let it grow organically. So it was very interesting to see the evolution for that standpoint. Then from there, uh, I had an opportunity because there was, and unfortunately, they are not doing it anymore, but there was a platform that connected with me and you could do actually a crossover with others. So that's mean um, interview uh, people, And stuff like that, if you wanted to, from one podcast to the others. So I started to do that and interview people, which again, no training, just go with the flow. No question asked, because I don't want questions. Uh, I feel that if you give questions to people, it removed the connection. And I love the fact, and I know a lot of people ask me uh, when they do interview, what are the questions? I said, there is no question. I said, I'm going to go back to your profile. We're going to have a conversation and we go with the flow. That's a connection. That's how you do for me. That's my point of view. Uh, so it was very interesting to go from there and start to do uh, the interview. Then uh, that was over two years ago, not last year, but two years ago. Uh, when I was putting the uh, my uh, podcast on uh, High Heart Radio, I, you know, I had a thought like, "Okay, universe." Oh, they were waiting for me. Actually, <laughs> I must say the universe was patiently waiting for me to open my mouth. And I just asked very, you know, casually, without forcing anything. I said, you know, it would be nice, Univers, to to be able to have a live audience so I could interact with people. Never ask and you shall receive, because when you ask, you are going to receive one word or the other. Well, I did. And strangely enough, a couple weeks later, and this is a true story, actually, I got um, the Concierge of Wisdom which is an app, which they do live talk, uh, connecting with me and said, well, they listen to my podcast, they love what I do, so they wanted me as a top mentor. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. And I thought it was a podcast, because they talk about a podcast. See, this is where people should make the distinction. And to me, it's always, I'm going to be old school on this one. A podcast, you're in front of your Mac, you don't have the audience, okay? You record, you cut, you you add, whatever you want to do. However, like Wisdom, it's live streaming. For me, it's not a podcast. It's recorded, so you can listen to the recording after that, but it's live streaming. And I did not understood that because you talk about podcasts. So for me, it's like, oh, well, I have three, four, four four, 400 episodes, whatever. I can use them and upload them, which I didn't realize they were live streaming. When I realized that at the time of the beta phase, just a few days before it was released live, uh, they were releasing the app live, I realized to my horror it was live. So it's like, OK, so the evolution from A single person talking behind a microphone like I'm doing right now to doing interviews to now moving live stream. It's an evolution. See the evolution? And I did not ask. Well, I asked for one thing because I was thinking, well, it would be nice to have a live audience. But I wasn't thinking that it would be that form. I was thinking more format of a radio But that's a form, that was a format that was brought up to me, which was a great one because it continued to taught me a lot, taught me that you never know who came and jumped. So as I was uh, speaking the first month, month and a half, nobody, everybody were listening, nobody who came and started to talk. And finally, they started to come and talk. Now, the great part of it is when you're doing this, you never know what kind of, personality you're going to be faced with. And to me, it was a great life lesson because this is where you know how to handle people. Remind yourself every time you go live that you're live, meaning you cannot stop, cut, redo. No, you're live, you're live. What you say, you have to be mindful. Dealing with people live was a great way to continue the learning, then I moved after to that to, I'm still, uh, I have not done anything yet. I need to go back in. I'm maybe going to do an evening. Maybe tomorrow I will do a surprise sea uh, show. Who knows? On wisdom. But uh, it's very interesting when you see the evolution of one simple thing, a podcast, me behind the microphone, to now doing live streaming with people uh, listening live and afterwards as well. That was very interesting. Then I moved on to Fireside, uh, which is basically Mark Cuban's app. Uh, again, live, however, not only live, but you are on cameras as well. So wisdom is not. Fireside is. So it was very interesting because I did few of them, which was awesome. I absolutely enjoyed those. That was very, very interesting. To do those. Uh, So, the evolution to see where you start, not knowing where you're going to go with this to where it becomes, has been very, very interesting. Now, relating to the masterclass that I'm doing, all of this has been great because it really gives you the training you need to be a good speaker. It forces you to modify your way, the way you're talking, to capture your audience, to really show your presence. So for me, when I do my masterclass, I'm utilizing all of those skill sets as well. Now, I learned them as I went along because I started to watch myself. Okay, I did not obsess about myself. I just watched myself and really wanted, because I have an accent, people to understand me. Because sometimes when I go very, very fast, you cannot understand me. That's becoming a problem. Even when I'm laughing, people are like, what? But think about what experience you have done so far, where I've gone so far, and where you are today. See the evolution. It's amazing. And I looked at back and I'm like, wow, that's amazing because... Now I understand. I'm doing those master classes. I'm doing this. I'm speaking. I'm a keynote speaker. I do a lot of things that at the end of the day, the training I've got started all with the podcast. The podcast really taught me a lot and continue to do so as well as I continue to evolve. So think about what you have done so far. Break your glass ceiling and live your passion. If you are passionate about something, I will highly recommend start it as a side job and see how it goes. Maybe it's going to be a huge success or maybe it's going to be a success and you just like to do it on on the side. You know, you have people like here, we have a state fair happening every year. So you got people for the state fair who's going to rent a space and they're going to be selling their stuff, baking their stuff, do what they want to do. But they do it once a, once a year, which I think it's it's awesome. But this is what they love to do. Leave your passion. And don't look at your mate or anybody else's for approval. Because one of the biggest issues I saw so far is people who are thinking that I need the approval of somebody. Follow your dream. It maybe sounds crazy, but follow your dreams. I can guarantee it's going to be lovely. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to enjoy your life to the fullest. So... This was our podcast for today. This is the third. This is the second I'm recording today, but this is the third for the week. So we don't know what's going to happen next week. I have no idea because I'm totally in the dark and I'm going to go. You know, this year I'm going with the flow. Okay, guys, I'm going with the flow of the universe and I'm going to ride the wave like a dolphin and enjoy it. That's what it's all about. So if you need to connect with me, you can connect with me on um Instagram, Facebook, TweetTweet, tweet, uh, Alignable as well. And you can also do it via edgintuitive.com. And if not, well, that's all good as well. We'll talk to you next week. All my love, guys. Bye. Oops.